All right, let's see what you have for us for opening. I, I, fuck, God damn it, Greg, I have nothing. <laughs> Why do you do this to me? You're listening to PlayStation Power. I'm George, and with me is Greg. Hello, everybody. Oh, you're fucking killing me. <laughs> you're fucking killing me with this game. You're fucking killing me with the fucking intro shit. I'm not the one who picked it, so blame the person who did. <laughs> yeah. So, we want to thank the person who suggested this game uh, on our Discord, uh, user Jacejaw. I didn't, I didn't, I did not particularly like this game. Did, did, they, did they say anything like about why they picked this game? No, they didn't. Mm. They just said Futurama. I think. They may have been trolling I, us too, for us. For, it's <laughs> too far to go back to that. <laughs> this has been on the list for a while, though. Well, it, maybe maybe it wasn't a real pick. Maybe they were trolling us. <laughs> no, because this is like... This is a game that people like, but I don't like. Well, uh, looking looking around at it, uh, the review... The, the games the game definitely got mixed reviews. So, yes. so, 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 yeah, there's some fans of it out there. So, maybe, mm-hmm. But, you know... It probably is legit, so... Oh, it's a legit game, but... (laughs) Anyway, Futurama. We didn't even bring it up yet. Futurama, based off of the the hit animated show on Fox and then later Comedy Central. (sighs) Okay, so this game was released on the Xbox and the PS2. Uh, PAL region saw it August 1st, 2003. North America saw it. August 12, 2003. Um, probably wasn't a thing in Japan, so why the fuck would they even bother? <laughs> uh, or maybe it's like The Simpsons, where maybe there's like a tiny cult following or something. Right, yeah. Mm. Mm. Anyway, uh, developers, Unique Development Studios, a fucking mwah, beautiful name. <laughs> um, this was published by uh, Impal Tor- Territories. Uh, either SCI or Psy Games? I've never heard of this publisher before. And um, uh, this is probably a publisher that's not even around anymore. Who knows? Uh, uh, give me a second. I'll look them up. Uh, but uh, I'm already one step ahead of you. Like they're no longer around. Uh, when were they defunct? What year? Uh, 2009. Uh, they were acquired by uh, Eidos, who is now part of Square Enix. <sighs> There's a Oh my god, there's a long hierarchy right there, then. <laughs> Fuck. Um, but the developer's yeah. no longer around, either. The, um, you know, the developer of this company... Sorry, the developer of this game is quite interesting, also. Um, really? When did they become defunct? Uh, well, first of all, they were based in Sweden. So, go figure. I mean... Uh, really? Yeah. <laughs> huh. Uh, I guess that's why there's not many Swedish... De- no, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> not even making that full joke there. Uh, Paradox is a huge company man, uh, these days, man. They, mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. They're oh, yeah. based in Sweden, so... <laughs> no, I know. There was also... I think there was also, like, another one based in Sweden that went out of business in, like, 09 yeah. or something like that. Well, you're pretty close to this one because uh, because they were around for... Two th- uh, I mean, they were around from 1993 to 2004. Uh, Future Round was actually the last game... The, the, the last game of theirs... The last game of theirs that they, re- that they released. They were wow. Work- they were working on one more game. Uh, that was a bang. Uh, the core gang was called, uh, but that uh, that actually that actually that actually ended up passing through a couple of people's hands, hands, hands before that game before that game finally got released in 2010. So uh, I think it was Swedish. It was um, 
There's, there was another developer I was thinking of that went out maybe like like 2010 or something like that, but like, um, it was like called Grin or some shit like that. Is that Swedish or is that like somewhere oh, else oh, in I remember Scandinavia? Grimm. Yeah, Grim's the one who, yeah, yeah, Grim's the one who was, yeah, Grim's the company that was responsible for making the Bionic Commando uh, games, uh, new ones. Really? Yes. Uh, well, 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 well. There's a well. There's a very, there's a very, there's a very handy list of uh, handy list of uh, 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 video game companies in Sweden right here. And yes, uh, Grin indeed was Swedish. Okay, I thought so. Yeah, uh, they they went out in like 2010 or something like that. Uh, Grin. Oh, 2009. Oh, I was yep, right. Yep. 2009. Yep. Okay. Oh, headquarters Stockholm. Okay. Yeah. So anyway, Futurama was the last game. <laughs> that 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 unique development uh, actually got released uh, like under their name. So, um, yeah, and uh, the North American publisher was uh, Vivendi Universal Games. Yeah, um, don't ask about Vivendi. We don't talk about Vivendi. This is interesting, though. The, um, uh, uh, the game was also planned for release on both the on both the GameCube and the GBA, uh, but they decided GBA really that Oof. that would have been interesting to see. <laughs> Uh, well, it would probably just be a 2D side scroller with some weird shit. Um, but but those versions were canceled. Be were canceled because uh, because the game the development of the game started when the show was still on. But by the time the game was ready to be released, the show had been canceled. So they're like, yeah, the yeah the game's probably not going to do all that well. Let's cancel the GameCube and the, the GameCube and GBA ports. Yeah, I was telling you about this uh, before we started recording. Yep. Um, how it was like made like midway through like the last season the last original seasons and then like by the time it it uh it uh was released the whole the whole series was gone until uh 2008 and it came back until 2013 i it's a fucking shame that they didn't even decide to like renew it again i would love to watch it but they pitched to like they pitched to so many companies and nobody wanted it for some reason also the fact that fox has been very um they don't make good decisions as to what shows to what shows to renew versus the ones like versus the one to cut yeah uh, but comedy central picked it up for the second set of seasons yeah yeah i know so for 08 to 13 so fox has nothing to do with that right i'm just um, saying like you know fox uh, Fox Fox cut the show when it was still, like like fairly popular, and they, they and they have been doing that with a lot of their shows. So, uh, do they even have good shows anymore? They do, um, but uh, name one. Well, of course, I, well, of course, I can't name one right now. So you put me on the spot because they but... don't have any. <laughs> of course, see, I knew it. I was right. <laughs> uh, but to the game's credit, uh, the game does have. Uh, 28 minutes of new animation uh, done by the actual uh, quote-unquote official 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 uh, like self-shading technology that they use to make the cartoon. So, um, and that animation was included as Futurama the Lost Epi- uh, as Futurama the Lost Adventure uh, on the directed uh, like on the directed on the directed DVD movie Future a uh, Futurama uh, the Beast of Billion Backs. So the host so, like the public got to see the so this, uh, as the public got to see this quote-unquote episode without having to play the uh, without having to play the game wow you really like uh collecting all this information i tell you about before the podcast <laughs> just trying to help you out because it fits <laughs> oh no of course it fits it's just like it's just like damn you're like you're really pulling these it's like you wrote them down you're like all right gotta make sure i bring these up <laughs> um this is not a bad thing you keep the people informed Right. Um, but yeah, Futurama. It's a uh, 
3D, well, of course it's a 3D game. It's a third-person action platformer. With a couple of adventure aspects in it. This game, uh, this game felt to me like, you know how they used to make those, um, like, oh, a new kids movie came out. We're going to make a game based off of it with like a low budget. And it's going to be this like shitty action platformer. Like this game actually almost feels like that to me. Like not to shit on the game. I just don't like it. It feels like, it just feels like one of those like games based off of like a like a ratatouille or something fucking like that where like you collect a bunch of this shit and you're running around and you're attacking enemies and you're going from like point a to point b well we talked a little bit about this uh like off mic i think your enjoyment of the game would depend upon a lot uh like being influenced a lot based upon your enjoyment of the show because i could definitely could see a fan of the show having a lot of fun with this uh, I because... really like the show, but I this game was just not for me. Yeah, I didn't really care for the show all that much. But then again, that's not that's not really so much the show. Does that mean fun. you like the game? <laughs> um, well, I'll get to that. But um, why does it always have to be a secret until the end? <laughs> uh, I'm kind of picky when it comes to cartoons. I'll be the first to admit uh, because you know I grew up during the so-called golden age of the '80s when, like, you know, there were so many like good classic cartoons on that I think. A lot of them, a lot of them, I think, still hold up very well today. Uh, Wait, what cartoons were for adults in the eighties? Well, there weren't because I was a kid. That's that's what I mean. Like you know, but I still think a lot. Right, of but Futurama's a, a cartoon for adults, not children. Right, which is maybe one reason I really didn't like for, uh, you know, which is which maybe one reason that I was never a huge Futurama fan. Just like I'm the, I'm um, just like I never was, uh, I'm just like I never was a huge fan of like either like The Simpsons or Family Guy or like um. Simpsons is kind of different in a way because like Simpsons is like Simpsons is weird because it like relates to everybody yeah I don't know who they're I I guess nowadays it's more towards like the adults but like I don't know like what Simpsons was marketed towards in their prime and uh what's the name of that show that had the that has that redneck uh that has 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 that redneck family in Texas uh okay (laughs) Oh, King of the Hill. Yeah, I mean, that's like that's like mid to me, oh. too. So, yeah. Because so. I was like, I can think of a lot of things that have to do with rednecks in something <laughs> like Texas. So, yeah, um, I was trying to think of the name of the cartoon, but, but, uh, I mean, King, I, King of the Hill is more of like a slice of life type of. Yeah, um, right. Because, you know, you're like following this fucking yeah. conservative fucking man. I mean, you know, there are some, there are some, family. there are some fairly modern, I mean, i.e. 90s cartoons I actually, like, think are, like, pretty good. Um, uh, there was one summer where, I, uh, there was one summer where I was, like, roped into doing uh, babysitting duty uh, for some, like, for some, like, uh, for some, like, you know, young cousins of mine, and we ended up watching a whole lot of, like, uh, SpongeBob SquarePants and, like, um, um, and the, uh, I can't, um, and Kim Possible, and both those cartoons are actually pretty good. I actually SpongeBob is something I watched when I was a kid. I'm yeah. dating myself here. Uh, um, I actually like, and not in the sexual way. <laughs> um, <laughs> I, yeah, I actually, like, yeah, I actually like both cartoons. Much of my surprise, um, SpongeBob is like a quality product, but I heard like the newer seasons, and I mean like more recent seasons, are just like not as good as it used to be. And like that's not from like those. Um, not from like it's SpongeBob elitists or whatever you'd fucking call them, but just like people that are like, yeah, you know, like 
eh, my kids watch them now and it's just like eh, not as good as they used to be or whatever and mm -hmm. you know yeah. i don't know i've never seen like any new spongebob i've watched from like season one to three or four or something like that when right. i was younger yeah, so so yeah but uh yeah and, so like even even as like an adult like watching that old spongebob stuff i don't know if it's nostalgia or what but it's like it's like yeah this is actually pretty like pretty entertaining still like this is still yeah, interesting it is. To right me. i mean like uh. yeah i mean like you know like um you know say what you will about like disney and nick but they do know how to make like good shows for the most part i think um you know a lot of them right but like uh, some of these like cartoons like uh, at least in like n like late 90s early 2000s or whatever like ones that are like that i watched a kid that weren't like that that were like nick or whatever yeah like definitely had something for the adults as well right i mean yeah. you know i you know having i think the i think i think generally speaking they did they, they did better cartoons than Fox did, but having said that... Uh, I don't think Fox did any good cartoons, like, uh, like children's cartoons. Well there's, well, there's Batman, the animated series. Which is, that was Fox? Which is very, very good. That's a great cartoon. That was Fox? That, yeah, that was Fox. <laughs> really? Yeah, so... But anyway, so... Um, I think it's very cool the fact they actually like you know incorporate incorporate cartoon animation with, with, with like the game to set the uh, you know set the plot and the cutscenes that yeah like the cutscenes that kind of stuff and it and it does feel like you're playing it's sort of you sort of um it's at least to me it certainly feels you certainly feel it certainly feels like feels like you're playing like an episode because uh, the graphical the, the graphical work in this game is very impressive. Um, you know, it, it, it's like, it really looks a lot like the cartoon. Yeah. Uh, this, yep. Batman, Bat, Batman, the animated series of Fox Kids. <coughs> 1992 to 1995. Yes. <laughs> that was such a good series, dude. It was, yes. That was so, yeah, so fucking good. Um, anyway... Uh, the anime, the uh, the art style for this game, yeah. Um, yes and no. Characters, other other than Leela's weird hair thing that's going on, <laughs> her hair is like fucking pink and not purple. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. It does justice to the characters. Yeah, but it's like in that like weird PS2 era where like I don't know how to explain it. And I don't, I, I don't know if it is the whole PS2 thing. Maybe, you know, maybe it would look the same if, even if it was made for, you know, PS3 or whatever, but mm -hmm. yeah, I don't know. It just kind of has like a PS2 feel to me, like the, all the graphics and whatnot. You know what I mean? Well, the camera angles although, like, are a little bit Although, <laughs> well, that's, that's a different story, but like, although like all the backgrounds and whatnot are very like detailed and, mm, yep. you know, like well thought out and whatnot, but I don't know. Maybe it's just me. Also, like, I, this game is, is dumb, and I say that for good reason because <laughs> uh, I, I, this is one of those games where I would sit, I sat down and played, and I was just like, I not only was I getting frustrated, I was just like, I don't want to play this game anymore. <laughs> like, have you played a podcast game yet where it's just like, fuck, I really don't want to play this game anymore. Uh, not really, but maybe that's also because I'm just more tolerant of games than you are. <laughs> I don't know, Greg. You say that. I don't know if that's true. Also, um, yeah, no, I got mad at this game. Like, at first I was like, 
oh hey the platforming like is like on point with all the jumping and everything and then i got to the sewer level and i was like fuck these alligators i hope they go back home and fucking i'd slit their throats and i don't fucking know they just need to go home and fucking die because <laughs> every time there was a part where you need to jump on an alligator or a crocodile or whatever the fuck it was you would jump on it and there was like a 75 percent chance you would fucking slip off of it and fucking fall into the the fucking slime the goo the ooze whatever it is uh and and you would fucking die so my least favorite part of this game was playing it, but this like the writing and the, the like the story and all that other shit was pretty fucking cool. I just didn't like playing it because that meant like hitting like the same checkpoints over and over again. And then, yeah, oh, you ran out of lives. You have to do the whole level again. And I was like, <laughs> no, I'm not. Yeah, um, the checkpoints isn't definitely a problem. I, it's not the checkpoint system. It's like the gameplay, like, like I, like I was talking about, like that section where you have to keep jumping on these alligators and you fucking slip off of them most of the time. It's just like, well, let me ask you a question. Fuck this. Like, a question though, because, uh, because like we all know your documented history, history and dislike of platforming games. Do you think that influenced you, like, um, maybe, maybe more negatively than it should have, uh, as far as the game goes? Not really, because, like, I wasn't having too many problems with platforming before the alligators came to play. Like, I would literally jump on one, and I would, like, sometimes I would just slip off right away, or sometimes I'd get on it, and then, like, a split second later or whatever, without even touching the thumbstick, I would just slide right off, and I would die. Mm -hmm. Um, I don't think that, because, like... I was actually applauding the game for like good good platforming because before that point, like my jumping was on point. Like albeit like I don't like platforming, I don't like platformer games, but like I was you know obviously game giving this game a, a a fair shake, and you know like when you're in the lab for the first level, like okay yeah this jumping is great, this jumping works. Did not slip hit my target like precisely where I wanted to fucking land all that shit and then the sewer level comes in okay yeah my jumping's going well oh these alligators fuck them <laughs> like that's that's when the game started really getting getting to me was that like when I when I started the sewer level I was like oh it's this type of game <laughs> and I, I was playing it and I was like, oh, I, I don't, I don't like this, but it's not a bad game. And then I got to all oh, that alligator shit, and I was like, I, I really don't like this game. Well, I certainly agree with some of that. Uh, that um, you know, the platforming, the platform sections can get can get very tricky. And if it's not moving and it's not rounded anywhere, the platforming's pretty good. When you have something that's moving and is like rounded off so you can slide off of it, that's where it falls apart. <laughs> um, I will, uh, so I'm curious uh, if you felt that way about all the character sections because like we should probably mention this. There's actually, you actually get to play four different characters as the game, like the game goes on. And the gameplay for each of them is a little bit different. Uh, so um, as the game goes on, play to play as either uh, as Fry, Bender, Leela, and um, and Zoidberg, 
and fries levels are mostly are mostly are mostly shooting parts of the game. Yeah. Uh, whereas benders, you get guns, you right. get pistols, and they're all plasma weapons. Right. Oh, oh my God, that's another thing I could talk about. <laughs> but uh, yeah, there's um, handguns, shotguns, and um, whereas benders uh, levels are Tommy guns. Yeah, benders levels are more the platform, uh, the platform stuff. Uh, yes, albeit there is some uh, combat in there. Leela's yep. is Leela's is hand-to-hand combat mostly. Yeah. Yep. And Zoidberg, well, I, I didn't get that far to be honest. I'm not sure what his section is. <laughs> I saw some of it, but I was just like, you know, I'm tapped out on this game. Right. <laughs> no wait, no, that's The Simpsons. Yeah. Ha! Huh, that's a joke because their mobile games called The Simpsons Town. Yeah, the shooting parts felt very. The shooting parts felt very strange to me because I'm like. Okay, it makes sense. To, it's like it makes sense to be shooting enemies, but that's not the problem. I, that's not the problem I had. The problem was um, that handgun is is shit. It is because and, the and proje- also- the projectiles are slow, and you there's a lock on system. So there's nothing wrong with having this lock on system. Not at all. I have right. no problem with it. The problem I had was you lock onto an enemy and you shoot them. Oh, wait, by the time it gets to them, they're already out of the way. Keep shooting. Oh, you keep missing. Oh, wait, now you're finally hitting them when they're right in front of you. So this 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 isn't uh, this isn't really a problem when you get the shotgun and certainly not the, t- the Tommy gun because that the projectiles on that thing go really fucking fast and hit their hit their mark easily. But this handgun is just shit. <laughs> and I, I kept playing this game, and I just, uh, I just at some point, I was just like, I'm actually fed up on this game, and I don't, I don't want to play it. I don't want to buy it. I don't want to own it. I, I don't. I. Uh, can, yeah. I can I ban this game? <laughs> can we never talk about this? Game? No, I'm kidding. It's not that bad, but like, it, it, it's just, it's just, I was, I was very fed up with this game. You also like you also take a lot more damage in this game than do. Fucking you should, if like to be fair, because it's like there's no way Frag could take hundred laser blasts and she'll be functional. <laughs> oh, I thought you were saying that you took too much damage and it was too hard. I thought you were saying that. Um no what I'm no what I'm saying is like I appreciate the fact that there I appreciate the fact that you that you do take so much damage. But it doesn't. But it doesn't jive at all with the. Uh, but, it, but it doesn't jive overall. Like the, uh, jive overall like the overall feel of the game. It's like you take. You, you take one more damage. Like, like you take one more damage than you should. Speaking of taking damage, yeah. um, you know what's bullshit? The the floor hazards in the sewer level. Oh yes, I know what you're talking about. <laughs> uh, because there are times where I jumped on the on the ooze by accident and didn't get hurt, and there are times where I jumped on a clear space. And I got hurt, and uh, which is strange because collision detection, for the most part, in the for the most part, in the other parts of the game, is pretty good. It's just that one area. Yeah, it's just the sewer area. Like you it's all so shitty because like for some reason. Yeah, like the sewer area is probably the worst area in the game, and it's the second level. Once you get past that, it isn't as bad. But the sewer level is just what fucking killed me. Yeah, you know. Um... It's just a fucking pain in the ass. I like the, like I said before, the writing and everything's good. Everything but playing the game to me was very good. Well, the developers um, clearly put a lot of effort, of flavored work into this because it's like not only did they actually, um, you know, like make brand new animation, uh, they also, uh, they also got most of the voice actors on board. Not all of them, but most of them are here. Um, they couldn't get all of them because of right, budget restraints. Right, yep. uh, they also. 
Uh, they also got the same guy who did the music. Nick Lowe's new music is like, oh, like with this. And the scriptwriter also... Yes. Like the scriptwriter uh, um, uh, uh, helped to develop the plot. So, I mean, they really did try very hard to make this uh, very, very hard to make this uh, very hard to be, very hard to make this game kind of like a lost episode, quote unquote, like of the show. So, from, from that aspect, they succeeded, I think, because, like I said, I think anybody who really enjoys the show, at, at the very least, if you're a fan of the show, watching watching the animation is definitely worth it because the animation is very funny. I think it actually, I actually, I I, I actually even laughed quite a bit during some of the I animation kind sequences. Of, I find that they kind of like copped out with this game though in a way like where they could have definitely made this game differently instead of making it like an action platformer they could have just made it an action game you know what i mean well um, action platformer is kind of the more safest route to go with this game i think which is why i don't know i, don't know. I just didn't i yeah. just didn't really like playing this game honestly right um but yeah what i, what I was gonna say is yeah the the writing on the game you know how they write write out the story the story being that um mom has taken over earth because she has finally bought out planet planet express and it was a hostile takeover of earth because she owned enough companies on earth to right. own yeah. it essentially yeah. Yeah. which is like like such a good story and also something that might actually happen in the future of this world if we don't get our <laughs> shit together but um yeah, it's good. And then, you know, she's trying to, uh, at some point, they, she and her sons uh, figure out that you have left Earth. So they're trying to chase you down and uh, kill you or enslave you hmm. or whatever the fuck. And, uh, yeah. Uh, the music in this game I really like. That was a pleasant surprise. I was expecting that. Yes, the music's good. I yeah. like it. Um, I also like the how they written in the the live system oh where it's just, okay yeah, where yeah, it's yeah. not like a like a cab out thing where it's just like i don't know you're up lives like it's like oh i created this invention that looks like a toaster like a giant <laughs> toaster and when you die it just reanimates you it's like okay yeah that's pretty that's 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 on par with like a futurama thing yep that is something that farnsworth would would invent yep <laughs> yeah yeah uh. also like the way that he got to test it out by killing Fry, because he, because he, he quote unquote needed the hammer, which he didn't. It was under this like huge pile of shit, <laughs> and when when Fry takes the hammer, all the shit falls over and kills him. Like an anvil lands on his ha head, and it's like it gives you like a fake game over, and then you respawn, and then everything's like explained to you. It's so good. Yeah, that was pretty good. <laughs> yeah, that's definitely that's definitely written like a few like that 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 in itself is a Futurama episode. <laughs> Basically where like fucking Farnsworth set, sets up something for Fry to like um be fooled by and then it gets him killed so he can try <laughs> to he try out his new invention. Yeah, like I said before, the animation for this is like definitely like, you know, well worth an episode like an episode like his own, so I'm glad yeah. So, so I'm glad they included it. Uh, included it. Included it. Included it like a DVD later on for people to watch. Uh, because, yeah. uh, so, so otherwise, yeah, might that be was lost. included in one of the like I, when I, they were making the comeback. They made it like a bunch of movies, right? I mentioned that already. Yes. It, uh, <laughs> I don't think you mentioned the come the comeback with all the movies. I know you said they were put it on a DVD. Well, I do. But well, it was a bonus feature for right. one of the movies. I don't. Yeah, yeah. I have no idea when the movie came out. So, um, 
but yeah, it, it was one of the, it was yeah. like it was like probably like oh eight era. Okay. All right. It was it was like around the time that they like rebooted the series. Yeah, according to this, it was actually like four. There was actually four straight, uh, uh, straight to DVD movies. Oh, four? I thought there was three. Okay. Yeah. I, okay. I think I only watched like one or two of them. They're huh. pretty good, actually. I suggest watching them. Oh. If you're a okay. fan of this, uh, if you're a fan of this series. Sure. If you haven't seen them. Uh, you mentioned the controls a little bit. The controls were kind of mixed for me, I thought. Uh, they definitely seemed very... The controls very... didn't make sense to me. They're very touchy. It's like, you know, they, the, um, you know... You oh, already... you're going that route. Like, I was going to say, like, what was it? It was like, it's like triangle to attack. Yeah, well... Or something well, like that. And, like, well, that square also. to use, like, a right. charge attack. And then, like, circle to jump, which... Wait, is it circle to jump? Or is it... It's not X. Right. I it's think it's like, because the game was developed it's like in a Europe. Weird button. Yeah, and the Europeans and the Europeans use the Japanese style uh, of the. Of, of, I don't of, think uh, that's true at all, Greg. How the control was mapped. So I don't think that's true at all. Well, it, it wasn't mapped. It wasn't mapped how most like how most U.S. games are. Let's just put it that way. <laughs> I mean, I don't know what you're talking about because, like, I just. I, I'm trying to wrap my head around what you're trying to, what kind of point you're trying to make. Okay, there's a like, usual. I get, I get you're talking about like how Japanese like make games, but like th this control scheme is like it doesn't make any sense to anybody. Like when when you play an action platform or, or an action game or whatever, usual attack buttons are like square, maybe circle for like a special attack or something, right? And yeah. like X to jump. This is like circle the jump. X is like nothing. Square is like a special attack, and triangle is like interact and attack or something like that. Like it, it doesn't make any sense to anybody. I think, and I don't know what you're talking about. The whole Europeans follow the Japanese thing because I'm pretty sure they don't. Because I played a lot of European games. And I think all that... of them use X to confirm and circle to to deny or whatever. No. Which right. is backwards for the Japanese, if anybody doesn't know. Circle. Uh, if you play a lot of Japanese games back in the day, it's very annoying and confusing if you yes. don't have the right yeah. mindset. Right. Where circle is accept and X is back out. Yeah. That's 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 a the Japanese are in a totally different world from us. <laughs> It's been a while since I played an actual an actual direct Japanese game. I was thinking I was thinking the control scheme on this was similar to similar to the ones Japanese use, but apparently I'm wrong. So, never mind. I don't know why you got that thought for this game. I didn't get that kind of feeling. But, uh, it, but but I yes, know like I know like a while to get Kingdom Hearts and shit like that. Circles to jump, but right, like yeah, the yeah. control style still makes a good amount of sense, other than the jumping. Yeah, yeah. So. But uh, yeah, so, um, um, but yeah, so so it takes so so it takes a bit to get used to controls. Um, they work they work fine. I mean, you're not fighting the controls the whole way the whole way through the game, but they're not as responsive. But they're, but they're definitely not as responsive like I would have liked. Um, but uh, uh, I did like the aspect though of trying to find nibblers in each of the levels because they uh. Uh, that's your bonus item to find, which unlocks extras such as like, the movie clips, uh, and so, like things like that. So you know, you know, any good platformer game worth its salt has to have like some, has to have has to have has to have has to have some kind of like bonus item like that hidden. Yeah, you're saving all the 
What are they actually called? What, the nibblers? They're actually called something. Are they? Is that what they're actually called? I forget. I, th I thought that's what they were called. I I know Leela's pet is called Nibbler. But is it called the Nibbler race? I forget. I <laughs> totally forget, like, the canon. Because this is definitely... Um, I think this is before the reboot. It is, um, yes. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and uh, pre-reboot stuff is a little rusty on me. Because I haven't seen it in a little bit. But uh, I'm actually trying to look it up now. And uh... So the overall difficulty of the game I thought was like pretty good. They're I called mean, like, Niblonians. Niblonians, okay, yeah. Yes. So I guess so I guess you're just saving like her pet over and over and over again there basically. So Um It looks like it, but like I like people can probably also argue that there are like other Niblonians captured because yeah. I don't, I don't know if you've seen the episode but there's an episode where no, I haven't. you actually you actually figure out that um Nibbler and his race are actually like very intelligent and um Nibbler is just um putting up a front and he's actually like a leader of this like union or something uh huh. Yeah, and actually, like, the canon is that apparently Nibbler set up Fry to get frozen in the first place. Oh, really? Huh. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah, maybe, like, instead of, like, watching the show, maybe you should just, like, read the, like, wiki or whatever and, like, read over just, like, the basic story. Because hmm. it's, it's actually interesting. Like, um, I remember there is an episode where this giant brain, like, attacked Earth or whatever and made people stupid. So, like, they had to combat it, and what they did was, like, they had to write in books to make the brain stupid or something like that. I, I, <laughs> I don't remember all of it, but it was, it was I, I remember that episode in general, and it was pretty good. Right. Where, like, at the end, like, Fry, Fry wasn't affected by it because he was already stupid, but he was smarter <laughs> than everybody who was affected to made stu make stupid. So, like, yeah, it was... <laughs> he wrote in a book and the and the the giant brain was like, and I'm leaving Earth for no good raisin. <laughs> so that's that was a good episode. But yeah, the when they revealed the whole all that nibbler stuff, that was some that was actually some good stuff. Some good writing. That was a good episode, I like that. So you already mentioned your frustration your frustration like the whole like sewer level part. Um Beyond that, would you, beyond that, would be beyond that area. What do you think about the overall difficulty of like this game? Um, not it's not really not really difficult. At least the combat, the combat's not really. Yeah, I had the same reaction. Difficult at all, and the boss battles are like the the um uh uh the solution to the boss battles is just like right in front of your face, so. You don't even really need to work out anything. Because there's, like, there's, like, a boss battle where you're fighting one of Mom's sons. Right. And he's, like, in this, like, mom-shaped... Or, no, 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 it's not mom-shaped. I'm thinking of the chicken walker from, like, the third level, the third, fourth level or whatever. Sure. But, um, right, yeah, yeah. he's in this giant tank and you gotta take it out, but it's got a shield around it. So you just go to this turret on the left and shoot the shoot the shield out with this turret. Then you go to the turret on the right and shoot shoot the tank with that. Then when the shield comes up, you go back to the other turret. Like these these boss battles are pretty pretty simple. 
Um, <laughs> the uh, talking about the the level with the chicken walker turns into a, a rail shooter. It's actually kind of cool. Yes. Yeah. But I, but it looks like uh, the joystick on the uh, the joystick that Fry is using to like move the camera around or whatever the reticle around looks like it's inverted because he's pressing down to go up and up to go down. And what kind of insane person would use inverted controls? <laughs> but, uh... Yeah, so, um... Uh... You actually... Uh, you actually hit the nail on the head, I think, earlier when talking about the uh, your overall impression like, of the game because uh, there was a line here that I think is, like, great. Um, we, we talked about this a little bit, a little bit off mic. The game got very mixed reviews... Yeah. Um, and one of the best, and you know, and you know, I especially, and you know, I especially surprised that the surprise that this that this review actually appeared that this that this, that this, that this review actually appeared in this magazine because they uh, uh, Maxim did a review of this game for that came out. And I'm like, Maxim did game reviews because that's just like something I, I remember them, uh, I remember seeing that magazine. But yeah, and you use uh, the uh, never mind, go on. But anyway, there's a great line there. They gave the game a six out of ten, and there's a great line there that says like, that's you know, about right. But there's a great line there that says basically, quote, it's too bad the clunky controls and id gameplay stay forever buried in a time lock and dull sloppiness. And I'm like, yep, that sums it up pretty well. <laughs> I did not know Nibbler was voiced by Frank Welker. I didn't. Yeah, I, I didn't, didn't know that either. Huh. That's awesome. Yeah. 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 Also, uh, uh, Nibbler, also known as Lord Nibbler, which is apparently <laughs> his actual name. Um, was born in 274 BC. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, there's a lot to Futurama that you don't know about, though. Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> there's a lot. Like how, um, the sewers level did not make any sense to me in this game because right. I'm pretty sure. Yeah, at this point, it was already, um, it was already a thing that the sewers were for people who were mutated um, that were n that are not legally allowed to live in New New York. Uh, so they are cast out to the sewers to live. Um, and I guess Leela is close enough to not mutant that she's uh, able to... I forget the story about that. There's something... There's some reason why she's able to live... Uh, not, she doesn't have to live in the sewers, but, um, I believe the people who live in the sewers have to apply for, like, a visa or something to visit the actual city. Um, they need, they need some kind of paperwork or something to visit the actual city. Um, so yeah, Leela is a mutant, if you didn't know that. Oh, um, okay. Her yeah. mother has octopus arms, I think? Um, and her father has like one eye and his mouth is sideways or something like that yeah there's 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 kind of a there's kind of a lot to Futurama hmm yeah yeah look at some of these reviews they really are like all over the place um you know EGM gave it like EGM gave a 4.83 out of 10 uh Game Informer 5.25 out of 10 GameSpot 4.9 out of 10 uh, GameSpy, 2 out of 5 stars. IGN, 6.7 out of 10. So the Metacritic score is a 59, flight of 100. So yeah, very, like, average game. <laughs> um, 
So I just figured this out and I didn't know what I didn't know this was a thing. Um Simpsorama is an episode of the 26th season of The Simpsons and a special episode of Futurama. It premiered on November 9th, 2014 and is a crossover episode between The Simpsons and Futurama. Uh, oh yeah, I remember hearing about that. I haven't seen it. I, I did about not it. know that and now I need to actually go watch that at some point. Holy shit. Well, you won't find it on YouTube, unfortunately, because Fox is like super aggressive like, about that. <laughs> As if I was gonna look on it on yeah. YouTube, I'll find it somewhere, dude. Don't I'm worry about it. I'm making other. Yeah, yeah. The other companies are bad, but Fox like really, like really aggressive as far as that goes. But you can't even. Oh, there was um, I just remembered the episode about the slurm. So slurm is like uh this soda, which actually is in the game. You use it. Uh, Fry drinks it to heal himself. But Slurm is like a really popular popular soda in this like universe. Um, or I shouldn't say universe, but like, you know what I mean? Like the whole Futurama series or whatever. And there's an episode that's made up like um, uh, uh, Charlie and the Ch Chocolate Factory. And uh, okay. And uh, <laughs> at the end, it turns out that Slurm is made out of um, like waste from like a a weird uh creature's rear end like this there's like this cr this queen that like shits in a can or whatever and that's what <laughs> slurm is <laughs> so that's an episode of futurama you're laughing at this but like you say you don't like watching the show but you find some of this stuff funny but like i said i like i said you know like i did laugh quite a bit during the you know, during the cutscenes, like this game. Right. Because... So, are you like, did that like make you think like maybe you were kind of wrong about Futurama? Not wrong, but like maybe like you didn't you didn't give it a fair fair enough shake to watch it. Or... Well, I watched almost the entire first season of the show, so it's like I so, so like when it first came out, I did give it okay. a, fair, a fair. The shake. first the first season was definitely like obviously the era where they were trying to get their feet on the ground there. Like maybe like I don't know because like. I don't know. I feel like this might be something you might like, but I guess if you don't really like it, then I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> um, so this is also so this is also interesting. Also, like one last thing like about this that I kind of uh, I found uh, thought was curious when I was like uh, when, when I was like looking looking some stuff about this game. Um, this game apparently is made not only. This game, this game apparently not only made a whole bunch of a, uh, of, you have crap PS2, uh, you have crap PS2 games. Uh, it also has made a list of like the 15 rarest, rarest and most expensive PS2 games. Uh oh. So how expensive is this game, George? <laughs> <sighs> boy, oh boy, let me tell you, I've seen this game sold on eBay between. 40, 25, and 123.95. Ouch. I would rather <laughs> uh, poke my eyes out with exacto knives <laughs> yeah, and sell off my firstborn child before I pay anything above $20 for this <laughs> game. This obviously did not get a very big print run. <laughs> I get, yeah, that's probably true. I, I well, I mean, it makes sense. By the time the game came I out, I would not. Be... I would not spend yeah a lot of money on this game. I wow. 
Maybe the Xbox, yeah, maybe the Xbox version's cheaper? Um, you know, I don't know. I but. don't know. I didn't. This is not an Xbox podcast, so I did not look into it. But, yeah, 40 bucks. Damn. All right, yeah, that's expensive, all right. <laughs> just, if you want light, just, uh, just emulate it, you know. Yeah, or do you just have a favor, a favor, a favor, skip the game entirely, um, and just watch the cartoon. <laughs> there you go. Some, some, somebody's probably put that on YouTube. Uh, yes, that yes, that is available on YouTube. Uh, I figured as yeah. much. So, but yeah. uh, yep, yep, yep. also on YouTube, also on YouTube, I, I could not find a speed run, but the walkthroughs of this game look like uh, the, the walkthroughs of this game average for like five six hours. You couldn't find a speed run for this? No. Challenge accepted, Greg. <laughs> I just found complete walkthroughs of the game, which took about five, uh, um, uh, uh, which took about five six hours to play. Futurama. Um, first place, uh, world world record is uh, one hour eleven minutes forty eight seconds. Damn. Uh, second place is one hour fourteen minutes twenty eight seconds. Uh, third place is one hour nineteen minutes eighteen seconds, and fourth place is one hour thirty four minutes twenty nine seconds. Um, the newest posting is from six months ago which is uh third the third place person there is no run for all nibblers <laughs> because nobody wants to do that shit okay well now i need to know how do you beat this in an hour uh this show for videos uh, the, uh if you're interested also this show is also one of several shows available uh, uh, uh that's available to purchase to purchase on youtube um the price is not bad e- e- um, e- uh, uh, each season is like five dollars I'm skimming through this video, and oh, it turns out the Zoidberg, the the Zoidberg stuff is um like Crash Bandicoot, where you're riding on something and you gotta get to the end. Oh, that sounds so much fun. <laughs> uh, I, I I I hear your sarcasm. I feel like that would be more fun than playing the other parts of this game. The rail shooters was kind of cool. Yeah, the rail shooter was one of them. the rail shooter was definitely the rail shooter section was definitely one of my like your favorite parts of the game. Oh, Fry also gets a sniper. I didn't realize that, huh? Yeah, or a rifle or something. I don't fucking. Yeah, um, this, yeah. This actually, yeah. This is this shit's legit. This guy beat this in in one hour eleven minutes. I don't. There's, there's actually a pretty good mix of weapons in this game. Which I, uh, um, yeah, the uh, weapons are but like the the only bad thing is the fucking handgun. Of course, yeah, yeah. But uh, wow, that's interesting. Beating it in an hour—that's so weird. So yeah, <laughs> but uh, yeah, I don't. I, I can't think of anything else to say about this game. <laughs> yeah, there's not. There's nothing really else I can say about this game, honestly. I mean, I mean, I didn't hate it. I, I, I mean, I, I didn't hate it as much as you did. But I did have some fun with it, but I'm also like, yeah, I've yeah, I've been desired to play this game again in my life. <laughs> uh, yeah. Having said that, I certainly can't understand somebody having nostalgia for it. I can see why people like it. I, yeah, I I personally do not like it myself. Like I said, I think I would have gotten more drama out of it. I like I was like a big fan of the show. I mean, I'm a fan of the show. I just I I didn't like the game. Yeah. You know. Um. It's uh, 
it's like somebody who likes The Simpsons and then they play The Simpsons Wrestling or The Simpsons Skateboarding. Well, at least there are a few good Simpsons games out there. <laughs> yeah, Hidden Hit and Run is very good. Yeah. Um, what was the other? Road Rage? Yeah. The Crazy Taxi-esque one? Oh, oh yeah. yeah. That's yeah. an alright game. I played that a lot as a kid. Uh, the Super NES Krusty's Funhouse is okay. I mean, that's not... I never played it, and, yeah. and if I do, I probably won't like it. But uh, there's an Itchy and Scratchy game. Yep, I remember like, playing that um, a little bit, too. Actually, uh, if you want to get into it, very interesting port. Um, Simpsons Road Rage is ported to GBA. Mm. And, uh, if, you, if you actually go on YouTube and look it up, it's actually an interesting version of the game. Oh, okay. Like, it's interestingly done for, for Game Boy Advance. I, yeah, uh, I suggest uh, you take a look at a video of it. But yeah, none of those. But yeah, but yeah, but yeah, none of those can none of those, none of those can hold a candle of like my favorite Simpsons game, uh, uh, which is the arcade beat 'em up. Got that Konami. Oh yeah, the arcade game is great. I actually yeah. um, years and years ago when I was a kid, I actually found an, uh, a cabinet of it, and I actually uh, played it. And uh, this was this was before they like, this was before the Simpsons even knew what it was. <laughs> you know like yeah. there wasn't much to go on so like they kind of created like new enemies because like the, the series wasn't that old enough to have like a lot of a lot of like characters to bring into the game you know so they just kind of made it up as they went um and that's a good game they used to have it on uh ps3 and xbox 360 you used to be able to buy it i don't think it's up there anymore um, if obviously if you have purchased it before you you are still able to download it uh, for yourself but um, I can you emulate that game is that a is that a game that works on MAME do you know uh, yes that works for I uh, yeah yeah that works very well oh good that's good to know because I might actually uh, try to play that tonight or something now right because you just reminded me of that yeah the plot makes no sense but the gameplay itself is a lot of fun oh yeah 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 it's but. it's weird, but yeah, it's a it's a good game, and I I like it. I want to play that again, actually. Yeah, play that game like opposed to this one. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, they're two different types of games, but okay, <laughs> sure. But uh, what do you what do you what do you like better, Simpsons or Futurama? Simpsons, definitely. Okay, that would be a hard one for me because I've been watching a lot of Simpsons, but I'd probably still say Futurama. But I actually like Family Guy the best out of the three of them, partly because... Uh, I didn't say anything about Family Guy, Greg. Yeah, because Family... <laughs> oh, God, there's a Family Guy game. Do you... Oh, my God. Do you yes. want to play that at some point? No, I've heard they're terrible. <laughs> okay, well, we're playing it at some point. I think it's I think it's the same as this game, to be honest. I think it's kind of similar to this game, except there's a lot more, like, adult humor and shit. Mm. I don't know. Maybe, maybe I'll make you play it for funsies. Yeah. Which means I'll have to play it myself, but fuck it. I'll take a... It's not the first time I took a bullet for a joke. <laughs> uh, anyway, I think I think that's all we have to honestly say about this fucking game. Um, yeah, thanks, I think so. Thanks, thanks for the suggestion. Um, it, was, it was an interesting game to take a look at, but it, in hindsight, I really don't like it. Uh, I don't like playing it, I should say. Everything else was fine. Right. <sighs> anyway... Yeah. Um, our next game. This is a game that I know almost nothing about, except that there's an open beta uh, MMO for it now. Uh, <laughs> um, 
<laughs> if you want to know about that, uh, you can listen to the behind the scenes recording. Um, that was really funny when I just, I was like, wait, what the fuck? Yeah, that was, uh, that was funny. But hey, our next game is uh, a PSP game called Bounty Hounds. I heard it was a Monster Hunter-esque game that's also kind of like Diablo, and it's an RPG. So uh, we're going to check that out, and uh, it seems really cool. It's an obscure game, and uh, I hope I like it because it looks pretty <laughs> fucking sick. Anyway, uh, thanks for listening. Uh, I'd like to thank the people who are backing us on Patreon. That would be Michael, uh, One Word Go Show, which is my friend Matt from Kenna, and Lori. Uh, if you're interested in backing us on Patreon, you can do so. Patreon.com slash the box for that is P A T R E O N.com slash T H E B O X F O R T. And you don't walk away empty handed. Uh, we have rewards such as behind the scenes access, which I was just talking about, where you get to hear uh, recordings of before, sometimes after the podcast sometimes it's about planning stuff and sometimes it's about stupid shit <laughs> um yep I, uh, accentuate that stupid shit part but uh <laughs> i find them to be interesting i have to listen to them i have to l listen back to them to figure out what i need to cut out and it's like oh this is an interesting conversation i don't know maybe it's just me anyway you also get early access to episodes um and you get all the things like uh dictating a game for us to cover etc uh we also have goals uh for the patreon uh things like covering karaoke games on this podcast and uh other things why not take a look if you don't have the money or if you're not uh interested in backing us but you still want to help us definitely getting uh the word out about this podcast would be super awesome um tell your friends tell your your pets tell your family Tell your, your pet's family, uh, you know, even the lizards that you see when you're walking to work or school. Right. Just tell them to anybody. Anybody who listens is big thanks, and that's all we need. Um, anyway, we also have a Discord. You can talk to us and our other listeners there. Uh, link will be in the description. Got some, got some people joining in talking about PSP games and stuff like that. I don't know if you saw that, Greg. We had uh, actually uh, a fan of the Emulate This podcast hopped in and said, hey, you guys are cool. And also, <laughs> let's talk about PSP games. So we talked about PSP games for a little bit. Some cool stuff. Fun. Um, anyway, if you would like to get in contact with us in other ways, uh, you can do so through email, playstationpower@theboxfort.net. That is playstationpower at T-H-E-B-O-X-F-O-R-T dot net. We also have a Facebook group uh, you can join and stuff like that uh we also have a youtube where we post up videos of gameplay of the games that we covered with the podcast in the backgrounds so you get to see the game and get a little context for how the game is and whatnot how it looks some cool stuff um and you could check me out on twitter that is at mr chief at m-i-s-t-u-r-c-h-e-e-f you know, I'm, I got self-conscious that episode we did with Emulate This where, like, our outro was, like, the longest thing ever. And they were like, <laughs> holy fuck, you guys. And I was like, you guys have, like, two things to say, and I have, like, 500. But anyway, Greg, where can we find you? 
Well, you can find us on our Facebook page. Uh, um, you know, we're, um, as well as well, where which which is also a great place to leave us suggestions for games and whatnot, as well as as well as as well as, as well as Discord server that that George mentioned. Um, you can also you can also send me an email directly if you want to uh, using the same email address that I use for the podcast, the George and I do, the other podcast, the George and I do together, Super NES Podcast. Yes. Uh, uh, that email was the SNES Podcast at Yahoo at Yahoo.com. Um, also, uh, also, also, give us a, a rating review on iTunes if you're so inclined. Oh, uh, it's super appreciated. Somebody gave us like a two star rating, I think, and they didn't leave a review. And it's like, well, oh. if you didn't put any effort in, like, it's it seems like you're just like a fucking dick. Yeah. <laughs> you know, yeah. if it was like really good feedback and it was two stars, I'd be like, all right, man. Like, all right, you know, you didn't like it fine exactly it's just sure. like yeah. it seems like like a like a 12 year old was like i don't like this podcast two stars <laughs> I, I don't know I, I, it just it's it's annoying but we're not gonna let it uh drag us down if people don't like the podcast then fuck whatever dude just fucking turn it off and i don't care anyway with that uh goodbye take care all brush your teeth every day and night <laughs> something something i tried to think of a futurama reference and i couldn't think of one